Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, I'm not going to give you any nightmares. It's not worth you like you know basically you know using that Rakuten voucher if you win it because um you've seen this all before I gotta say man it just fell flat I you know we are supposed to be the pinnacle of the British society the British society we're supposed to be the ones they look up to so yes from Pinocchio where his nose grows when he lies Shit, I know it's things things about me grow, but it's not what I lie. Well, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know I, I, I didn't want to say this out loud, but you know, you know, give me facts and really good. Check, yeah. check, <laughs> check. What's gonna happen? Check, check, check. Mike, Mike, check. Hey, listen, Devaldo, um, what are yes. you doing? Yes, yes, yes. What is going on? Another show, ninety nine, <laughs> feeling fine. I'm ready for this shit, man. Let's do this. Ready. Let's do this. Mm. Right. Okay. So listen, for the regular listeners out there, you know what the score is, right? So you know how we do this. This isn't for you. This is going to be for the new listeners that we are getting every single week. So for new listeners, here's what we're doing. We're doing shout outs. We're doing film news. We're doing box set watch list. We're doing anniversary corner. We're doing some film reviews. And then... If we've got time, because you know what, right? We're running a tight schedule over here. Um, <laughs> if we've got time, actually you're running the tight schedule. Uh, <laughs> if you got time, um, we've got a hidden gem for you as well. So listen, mm-hmm. sit back, relax. We hope you enjoy the show. This is our 99th mm. episode and mm. we are coming at you. Hard. Whew, actually, why hard. you mentioned that, we're going we're gonna to shout out. And we're going to ask, actually, for our 100th show. We've got a, a few uh, little surprises. It's going to be a bit of a different show. So we, we actually want to get you involved, our, you know, our supporters, because you're more than listeners, you're more than fans. You support us. So we want to get you involved. And we want to actually, uh, you know, get you involved on the show. So we'll talk a bit about that later as well and let you know how you can get involved. So, yeah, stick stick tuned. Tune in. Stick, stick, is that a word? Stick tuned. Stick, <laughs> stick tune with us. All right. So we're making it real. Right, Devado. So listen, let's do our let's do yeah, our customary shout, out. shout outs. Thank you for the shout out. So yeah, we got a, a few shout outs this week. First one goes to Queen Poets, Queen mm. of Poets. Imagine that. Of all the poets, we spoke to the Queen. You know. Oof. Oh, that wow. is good. And Queen Poet responded to a post uh, about farming, a film that we we reviewed, we watched, we enjoyed. And uh, she was like, Oof, farming sounds like a really good film. And she's put it on her list. She's going to watch it if she hasn't watched it already. And she said, yeah, this is a deep film. Farming was about, uh, it's a UK film made, uh, directed by AAA. Uh, his name <laughs> actually is, yeah, I think we, we kind of... Uh, yeah yeah, that's his first name but uh yeah he directed wrote this film true life story of him being farmed uh out to uh families in the uk and his his upbringing and it was a a really really racist uh environment and somehow he survived queen poet said yep she's gonna watch that bath 79 tuned in as well and said yep this farming film looks very good very powerful so he's on he's on that as well. Also, our marketing guru, 
it's Erica Joy. She said oh, definitely wow. be adding this one to her list. Yeah. I mean, this film, especially with, with what's going on right now, it yep. seems like a deep topic. And I tell you, it is a deep topic. It is a really, really good film. So I, I urge you all to watch it. And funnily enough, yeah, funnily enough, uh, we had another listener uh, called, well, I won't say the name, actually. Yeah. Shall I say the name? I won't um, say the name for now. Actually, no, I'll, I'll big up someone separate. Uh, but I've had word of uh, someone uh, that actually has been farmed themselves Ooh. when they were younger. Yeah, back in the, I think, 80s. And uh, they literally, yeah, they literally told me that, you know, it's a, it was a, yeah, it was, it was a big thing, you know, and it was something that happened to some people. And, you know, he obviously went through some challenges, uh, but obviously he's on, he's on the other side of it now. And uh, yeah, he can, he can definitely relate to this. So yeah, what I, I want to try and do is actually want to try and invite this person onto, on the show one day to talk about their yeah. experiences. We've got to do that. So stay tuned if we can try and do that. Next shout out goes to Cloud Watcher Uno. Cloud Watcher Uno uh, has a, a page, uh, 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 now, now a podcast as well. Yeah, we have competition. Yeah. Cloud Watcher Uno started the podcast <laughs> last week. Uh, country music and all kinds of eclectic music uh, reached out to us uh, on Instagram. Uh, Elaine Adupoku, yes, double barreled name, reached out to us on Facebook again about farming. Deep, yes. deep, deep. And a friend I used to work with uh, from a couple of years ago, literally I had no, no idea he was listening to the show, Ranty. Yes, Ranty. I said, I'll big you up, Ranty. Thank you for listening to the show. Thanks, Ranty. I really, Randy. really appreciate it. Letting me know that you're listening. He just said, yeah, I'm just chilling right now, listening to another Flixers. I was like, yes, do it. That's wicked. You know? I love so, that. Cool. Nice one. Thanks everyone, guys. Yeah. Thank you so and, much. Uh, and oh, yeah. And obviously if you like us, obviously write a review if you can and spread yes. the word get more people listening to the show and we can all talk about movies that you like, dislike and whatever. So uh, yeah, man, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. The Rakuten voucher. Got the Rakuten voucher guys. That's still going strong. So listen to the end of the show and find out how you can win the voucher to watch a movie on Rakuten from the comfort of your own home. So keep tuned. Keep tuned. All right. Okay. Let's move into our movie news and... Yes. Something royal, Devaldo. Royal, mm-hmm. something royal. So we know that mm-hmm. the Queen just had her had her birthday. Just I think yeah. she was like what a hundred years old or something like that. She's she's yeah she's 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 getting on a bit, isn't she? She's no spring. She's, she's chicken. getting on a bit. <laughs> she's no, no spring, spring chicken. chicken. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, so we've got some movie news, but so with a royal twist to it. Yes, we have. So uh, this is not Casino Royale. It's not the Chicken Royale. No, <laughs> there's quite a few royals. This is Kirst, Kristen Stewart, sorry. Kristen Stewart uh, from, uh, where was she from again? She was from that vampire. Twilight. Twilight, yes. Twilight. And she's actually in under, under is it underwater or underground, whatever it's called at the moment. That's it. Yeah. And, and she like was in Charlie's film. Angels recently. Charlie's Angels too. But she is in line to play Diana, Princess Ooh. Diana in a... I believe it's going to be a, a movie, uh, not a series. And yeah, this is going to be happening. So this is a big role because Princess Diana was loved all over the world. She was like the yeah. favourite royal. I mean, she sadly, you know, died in uh, 1997. It shook in the Paris. world. Paris. Princess Diana went to hospitals, charities. She shook the hands of AIDS patients. You know, she did things yeah. that royals didn't usually do, you know. So 
it kind of made them look at themselves as in like, you know, we are supposed to be the pinnacle of the British society. Yes. The British yes. society. We're supposed to be the yeah. ones they look up to. So, hey, hey, uh, yes, Jeeves. <laughs> Where did that come from? So, uh, Jeeves and Worcester. <laughs> so she did things like that. And she actually bridged the gap, I believe, between, you know, the, the common folk, as it were, and the high society. So she is loved. So Kristen Stewart, has, she's got her work cut out. You know, she can't just stand there and pout for this one. No, I know. Sir- <laughs> no, sorry. No, and listen, let me tell you one thing. You know, there was this movie, Diana, and it starred yeah. the, uh, Naomi Watts. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So listen, Naomi Watts, she does a great, great Mm -hmm. Lady Diana. I mean, I thought she was really, really convincing. The movie was absolutely bollocks, right? Seriously, really, really bad. So Kristen Stewart, I mean, Mm -hmm. if she's going to take on that role, she's got to do it like some really, really like justice. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. But yeah, man, good shout. I think she could pull it off. I reckon she's, she's all right. She's good. Definitely. She's all right. She's all right. Okay. Uh, what else? What else? Now let's speak about Attack the mm. Block. Attack the Block. This came out in 2000 and I want to say 11, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, and this star John Boyega in one of his uh, yeah. early sort of breakout roles. He was an inner city teenage kid with a, like a little gang. They were naughty. Yeah. You know, they actually were rubbing someone, which is really, really naughty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at the same time this is happening, aliens kind of attacked their block and they had to, uh, you know, defend their block. So it was actually quite a cult, uh, kind of like a cult following, didn't it? I don't think box office it did big numbers, but people still like this film, you know. And uh, Attack the Block 2 is now a possibility because Joe Cornish, the director, is saying, yeah. Why not? I reckon, Matt, it makes sense, doesn't it? I, I reckon it makes sense because obviously now John Boyega, he's got kind of like a higher profile. Yeah. He, his name will kind of like, you know, get the film made. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's got this cult following. And I, I think people will be like, yeah, man, we want to find out. I think he's, if I can remember correctly, his name, the the character's name was Moses. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I remember at the end, the ending was brilliant where he's getting locked up mm-hmm. and all, everyone around, like around the block, they're like, at the shot and Moses. Moses, Moses, and it's almost mm. got this like biblical kind of like feeling to it as well. So yeah, yeah really good. Yeah, good shout out that one. So <laughs> Attack the Block 2 should be uh, pretty good. Now, Ewan McGregor, mm. R- McGregor yeah. from Scotland. Yep. Devaldo, uh, what's going on with him? He's from Scotland and he's he's going to be playing a, a really recognisable character, I think, you know. His name's Jimmy <laughs> Cricket. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, that is good. It's great. <laughs> so Jiminy Cricket, yes, from Pinocchio. Oh huh? my god! Where his nose grows when he lies. Oh, shit. shit! I know it's things, things about me grow, but it's not what I lie. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be directed by Guillermo del Toro himself. Oh man, himself. Yes, Guillermo, the dark, mystical, magical genius. <laughs> <laughs> that bought us Pan's Labyrinth. If you can imagine, this is going yeah. to be dark and quirky. Pinocchio is not going to be no regular wooden sort of kiddie kind of thing. He's going to be different, you know, really different. Exactly. No Mr. Sheen can scrub that clean, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I think Ewan McGregor, <laughs> Ewan McGregor, he's going he's to do good. a good job, I think. We'll see I how Jimmy the job. sounds. <laughs> yeah, because he does Ewan McGregor. He's quite, a, he's a versatile actor. He can... Yes. 
put yes. you know his mind to like loads of different roles so i think that's actually going to be really good so um yeah we'll, we'll look forward to that one now this piece of news devaldo when i was scouring through the web and i kind of read about this i thought yeah this is going to be good so mm-hmm. um jamie fox singer yeah. he's a writer i think he's directed a couple of things as well yeah. and um, oscar winner mm. oscar winner for ray mm-hmm. what's he working on right now or going to be working on well, you know what I'm saying, you know, you know I, I, I didn't want to say this out loud, but you know, you know, Jamie Fox is a really good, he's a really good actor, you know, I, I think he's going to be, going to do a really good job playing me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm Mike Tyson, I'm Mike Tyson, you know, I got a hard ride. I got a <laughs> yeah. That was actually not bad. That was actually not bad. You know that. I would like to have heard a bit more of a lisp, but that would, that was actually not bad. Yeah, so JB Fox is going to be playing I am Mike Tyson, Tyson, Ooh. in a biopic. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be different. This is going to be serious. I mean, Tyson is a character. We all know that, oh, you know, at, at the time he was unstoppable. He was, he's the sort of person, do you know what? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I never boxed in my life. I'm not really, mm. I'm not really into boxing that much. Yeah. But I know, you know, when, when you get to the top of your game, you get paid quite a lot. Which yeah. they obviously deserve, yeah. I would, I would, I would step in the ring with any boxer, knowing how shit I am, knowing I'm <laughs> going to get beat up. As long as I don't die, that's cool. But I would step yeah. in the ring with any boxer for any money, yeah. But I won't step in the ring with Tyson. With I'm scared of that guy. Yeah, this guy. No, 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 no. Anyone but him. Anyone. I don't. I don't care. Mm-mm. Anyone. That guy. When he's in the ring, he's... when he starts punching. Oh, no, that's serious damage, serious damage, mm-hmm. man. You listen, there was a, um, you know what? Listen, he's a flawed character. You know, he's done yeah. some shit, right? He said some shit and, you know, the, the, you know, his life's controversial. He's grew up, you know, in poverty as well. Yeah. And he's come out of a lot of shit as well. But listen, I really, really hope they do him justice like seriously i really hope they go from the beginning they go through the ups the downs the wins the highs the lows and this kind of redemptive you know this redemption that he's kind of like being like he's actually getting a lot of um uh, he's getting a lot of publicity at the moment. He's doing podcast. I know he was do, uh, mm. doing a podcast recently. There's kind of like a couple of interviews that he's done on YouTube. Yeah. Have you seen his, uh, his, his charity fight that he's got coming soon? Yeah, but have you seen him training? Oh, oh don't. my That's what I'm saying. Gosh, That's him at 50 this something. guy, this guy is 54 years old or whatever he is. He's, he's, I've seen clips of him now training the, and you know what? He's got, he's taking his shirt off and you see his body. You're like, damn man, this guy will, still crack skulls man seriously so no yeah jamie whew. they should have um, him at, at prisons and people going like uh you know when they do the, the, the most heinous crimes you know they, yeah. should, they should be lined up with him he should just be boxing like uh, punching <laughs> pr- punching practice line him up he just punches them punches them until he's tired um, that should be their punishment yeah. and they could they, they open the door and let them out if they can walk <laughs> you know that is it. some real shit, man. Everyone gets something. He gets practice. They get their their their, their punishment. Bob's your exactly. uncle. Exactly. Bob's your uncle. Or in this case, Mike Tyson's going to be your <laughs> flipping uncle, mate. Um, all right. Okay. Listen. Yep. What do fans want, Devado? Mm. Fans. Tell me about the fans. The fans want a lot in this world, and fans sometimes get what they want. But when they don't get what they want, they're upset. 
and they put out these, you know, petitions and all sorts. But the fans, the fans, the fans, the Marvel fans, the comic book movie fans, they are getting together and saying that they want someone to pay their debt and be Adam <laughs> Warlock. Who pays their debts? Do we, do we know in the in the uh, movie TV world? Yes, mm. a Lannister always pays their debts. Now they want. <laughs> that's it. They <laughs> they want. Uh, what's his name? Lannister. My, we're just talking. My mind's gone blank now. What's his name? Jamie Lannister. Yes, Jamie yeah. Lannister. Otherwise known as what's his real name? Uh, oh, his real name is. He's like, he's got like a Croatian name, hasn't he? But the character Walden? that plays. Oh. Pardon. I was going to say wild something Walder. Yeah, uh, no. Costas Costas Walder or something like that. That's it. Yeah, uh, Nicholas Costas something. Yes, that's it. That's but it. yeah, the, the character that plays Adam War. Uh, sorry, Jamie Lannister. They want him to play Adam Warlock. And do you know what? Do you know what? I can see that happening. You know, Adam yeah. Warlock. Remember from Guardians of the Galaxy two? Yeah, uh, you know they they created Adam. You know, Princess. Uh, what's her name? Princess. Charlotte, whatever her name is, and they're yeah. golden people from the comics. It's the same thing. He's he's golden, and golden of hair. And in in Game of Thrones, who is gold of hair? He is as well. He's, he looks he's got, yeah. he looks the part. He's got the stature. He's got the presence. I think he could be a good Adam Warlock. You know, I think so. I actually think so. this could happen. This could happen. Yeah, we already and have you know, uh, you know Stark in uh, the Eternals. You know, uh, which is not Stark. Sorry, Jon Snow. In the Eternals, yes. and we've got Rob yeah. Stark as well. Yeah, we've got. I mean, come on, man, get the get the game. Bring of them all back, man. Mm. And you had Tyrion Lannister in um in um in the future past. Yeah, X Men. Oh no, and I was going to say oh, he shit. remember oh, in in Endgame <laughs> end as well. Yeah, Infinity War, one of them. Yeah, Infinity yeah. War. No, it was Infinity oh, War. Shit. Yeah, it was right. Infinity War. Um. Which was really strange just to see him in yeah. there, like, you know, as this giant thing. So, yeah, so fans want Lannister. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure they could, you know, there's a chance that they could get him. All right, okay, now, mm. new Batman. Let's speak about new mm. Batman. So there's talk of this kind of, you know, moving into production, the early stages of production again. I know Zoe Kravitz has been online. She's been talking about the movie and she's saying that it's been really, really tough to kind of, you know, get things moving. We know that she's going to be playing Catwoman. We know that Colin Farrell's in it. We know that uh, something Skarsgård's going to be in it as well. Like a whole mm. host of actors are in this, but people want to know is how the hell is Batman going to kick ass, Devaldo? Mm. So how is he going to kick ass? A lot of people don't know this, yeah, but Batman, Bruce Wayne, he is among the world's most elite fighters. Yeah, mm. the world's most elite fighters. So think of like Cap, who knows every, you know, fighting style think of like black widow people like that batman can he can be in a ring with him and it'll probably be a draw batman knows all these well i guess he can't because he hasn't got super superhuman strength but batman can fight against anyone when it comes to hand-to-hand combat and he's also got crazy intelligence he knows yeah. shit he knows shit you don't know about yourself do you know what i mean that's one of his greatest <laughs> greatest strengths is his intelligence and his his methodical nature to plan ahead but from what I understand, this new Batman, Matt Reeves, uh, uh, what's his name? Patterson, Robert Pattinson. In this new yeah. Batman, all that could be wiped away because he could just start using guns. That's yes. right. Guns. Popping off shots. <laughs> Not doing the work. <laughs> Letting the bullet <laughs> speak. I mean, come on, man. If that happens, people will protest. Batman is not a gunman. 
you saw remember a bit of it in Justice League, and that was a little exactly. Bit, Batman is not a gunman. He's got gadgets. He's got intelligence. He's got brawn. He's he's the Dark Knight, man. Come on. I know. I know. And you know what? There was, you're right about the whole controversy. There's, um, there's a fight scene in one of the, the Ben Affleck movies where he's like, he fires, he fires off a couple of rounds. He, he actually kills people. And you know what? They weren't lying. Well, what's his name? Wasn't, wasn't lying when they were like, when he, when he said about DC being dark, it was really dark, wasn't it? Like, you know, him actually killing people and people lost their shit. I I loved it. it. I loved it. My best Batman scene for me, well, apart from the joke, was that Fight scene. In a interrogation, but yeah, that oh. is just that was for me the best fighting Batman's done. That was no ramping. I mean, you're, you're called a Dark Knight. Get dark on us, man. Get, Get dark. dark. I don't want no yeah. light night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, so him pulling out the guns, yeah, it's I not like, like as if it hasn't been done before. Yeah, it has been mm. done on screen, but in the comic mm. books, yeah, there's a whole kind of thing, you know, history there. So we'll see if that happens. Um, yeah. Maybe it could, maybe it could go like this because he's just starting out. Mm. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to pop a cap in someone's ass, right? <laughs> and then by the end of the movie, he's like, oh, so maybe I don't yeah. need to kind of shoot people. I can just like, you know, use mm. my mind. But remember, he, he you know, was supposed to also not like guns because guns killed his parents from, you know, in yeah. a, uh, in Crime Alley or whatever they call it. Crime Alley, and yeah. Because he was there, like guns, he's got, he's, he should have a little thing about, about guns, you know, but... Yeah, well, I guess we all, you're right. This this is a new Batman. This is a new era, a new dawn. So let's see a how it dawn. out. Let's see. Right. Okay. Let's speak some more DC. Now, Devaldo, Deathstroke. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen Deathstroke on Arrow. Mm. We've seen, we've actually seen Deathstroke. There, there's, there was a cameo of Deathstroke in the actual yeah. DC universe. So yeah. at the end of... Um, Batman Superman, oh, was it, I think it was. Was it? Yeah. So Batman mm-hmm. Superman, Lex Luthor, he's kind of like on a boat or he's somewhere and then the door opens and mm-hmm. then Wade Wilson, he kind of like, um, like, yeah. you know, he, no, not Wade Wilson. Is it Wade Wilson? Slade. Slade. Yeah. Sa- Slade Wilson. He kind of pops up and it was played by, the characters is played by Joe. Joe Manganiello, I think his name is. He's a beefy <laughs> guy, you know. This chunky man. man. Mm. He's a chunker of a guy, that guy. Yeah. But now, I just thought this was interesting. DC announces, DC, they've just announced an R-rated version of Deathstroke animated feature. So this mm. is actually going to be coming out. And yeah, I like the idea of an R-rated. I don't know why, but I mean, I just kind of feel like as if this is, this is actually pretty cool. Maybe they're doing this just to test the waters. You mm. know, could, you know, they do an R-rated version, animated, and then maybe bring out a, you know, yeah. standalone movie. Who knows? But there's... Deathstroke. Yeah, can it be called Deathstroke and be all, you know, pitter-pattering and, and just, you know, <laughs> slapping people in their faces? This ain't heat stroke. This ain't breast stroke. It's Deathstroke. <laughs> You're going to be chopping off man's heads and blowing them up. Come on. <laughs> and think about it. He's got that flipping sword, man. He's no, yeah. like, this guy's a killer. And yeah. you know what? The great thing is, the great, great thing is in this animation, fans of The Shield and fans of... Um, of Fantastic Four, actually, the original Fantastic Four, Michael Chiklis, who played the the Beast, no, mm. who played the Thing, he's going to be voicing Deathstroke. Okay. And um, yeah, so the trailer's already out there. Yeah, so it's basically, you know, Deathstroke, he's going to be kicking ass, he's going to be swearing, he's going to be like chopping people's heads off. That's what you want to see, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so sure. I may check that one out, actually. What else is happening in the DC corner, Devaldo? Justice League. Now, let's speak about Justice League. Now, you you sent me this link. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, a couple yes, of days yes. ago. So what's yeah. going on with this teaser trailer? Man, like, what, what's happening man, with this? It's looking, it's looking good. Justice League. We, we we've been speaking about this for weeks, yeah. And uh, the Schneider cut. Uh, we know Justice League came out in 2017. It did quite shit. It just about done 600 million in the worldwide box office, like worldwide, and it barely even you know just made the money back. But yeah, the the Schneider cut is being made into six parts, like you mentioned a couple of weeks ago on uh, HBO's uh, streaming service. And they've released a little trailer of, oh, looks deep. It looks deep. But it looks mm-hmm. a little trailer of uh, Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. She's looking at some sort of cave drawing and it yeah. is depicting, uh, you know, dark side. And alongside that, we see, we're seeing an image of dark side standing there looking like he ain't giving a shit. And <laughs> it looks like some dark shit is about to go down. <laughs> And yeah, it looks good. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for this. This for me Uh, next year is a highlight. Next year, 2021 was already (sighs) going to be gangster. Exactly. And now with the spillover of films that are going into 2021, along with this and everything else, as long as it goes, then again, oh shit, things might get pushed back. But yeah, next year, 2021, guys, be ready. The hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And listen, all I'm going to say is this. Do you think that scene was, was, part of the scene that was he'd filmed like years ago uh good question no, no I, it, it looks kind of a uh, cgi-ish so i know the dark right. side part might have been made since but the wonder woman bit that's yeah that is from when he, what, what they were filmed in 2016 because they haven't actually yeah. done their reshoots yet so that's that's footage yeah. that remains yeah 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 shit okay i can't wait to can't wait to watch this um mm-hmm. now here's another little thing that i just came across on the web that I just thought (laughs) this is just crazy right this is crazy so you know like Johnny Depp he was married to Amber Heard and they've been going through this kind of whole controversial thing like Mm. did Johnny Depp assault her and etc etc well apparently through kind of like the depositions that were given or kind of like people being subpoenaed in America Mm. There's a rumor going around that Johnny Depp's ex-wife, Amber Heard, she was in DC's Aquaman. Yep. She played Mira. Was it Mira or something? Yeah, Princess Mira. Apparently has has allegedly been involved in a threesome with Cara Delevingne. I can't forget her name. Cara Delevingne. Cara and, right, of Mm -hmm. all people, I just don't get this, Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Oh, so no, you've Amber, Amber Heard. seeing Elon Musk in it. She sort of was seeing him for a while. Is it? Yeah, they had like a little relationship. After Tom, after uh, Johnny Depp, she goes to the big wigs, man, trust me. But uh, Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, so I can, I, can, I can see that them two were together for a while. I'm not sure if they still are. But Cara Delevingne as well. Oh, shit. All three of them yeah. getting together. But I know Elon uh, Musk is a bit of an explorer. Uh, you know, goes to space and, you know, space sort of goes down go, and likes to go where no man has been before. So, oof, yeah, I guess that, that would be interesting. It's just crazy, isn't it? It's just like, mm. listen, you don't know. This shit may have just happened. Elon Musk, who knows, man? People will be interested yeah. in his space rocket. Who knows? Um, <laughs> it's called a heavy duty as well. <laughs> exactly. That's what the rockets are called. Heavy duty. I, I know. I know. Um, all right. Let's speak about some other decent, no, actually Warner Brothers. Is this Warner mm. Brothers? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is Warner Brothers. Avatar. So Avatar sequels. I think you mentioned this before as well, a couple of weeks ago, but Avatar sequels, they are... They're a go-go. It's, it's, they've kind of, um, they've started, right, Devado? Yeah, yep, they're starting literally as we speak. 
they are rolling call and getting people together on set because they got work to do, man. I mean, they got they got uh, the first one's coming out in 2021 December. Whether that still happens, we'll have to wait and see. But four years uh, or five years uh, onwards, or for every year for five years, I think there's a one year gap. <laughs> Movies are coming out. Avatar's coming out, man. Avatar Overload. So yeah, man, they better get Check, better, they better get to work. Exactly. So check this out. So Avatar 2 will be released uh, December 2021. Avatar 3, 4 and 5 are expected to be followed in December 23, December 2025, December 2027. So what's happening in 22? They're having a break. These people, man. I know, man. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. Um, Right. Let's speak Salma Hayek. She is a... brilliant actor she's lovely i mean um El, no no not Elle Mariachi. she was in desperado loved her in that one loved her in from dust till dawn yeah she's been in some great movies and um she was recently on instagram she put a poster up of the hitman's wife's bodyguard so this is going to be a sequel to the the hitman's bodyguard devaldo yeah. Yeah, I saw that actually. She was she was in it for <laughs> it was a funny film, in it. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds, bit of a mad one. So Ryan Reynolds is the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah. So this is so Sam Hayek is his wife or ex-wife. Okay, no, she's is the it? ex-wife no. of uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Oh, sorry, man. sorry. And Ryan sorry. Reynolds is okay. his bodyguard. He has to get him right. from like A to B or something like that. Okay, so now this movie is going to be focusing on obviously the hitman's wife, who's played by Sam Hayek, but it's going to be reteaming, you know, Reynolds, Jackson, and Hayek together again. So there's going to be kind of like interesting. So yeah, this is sounds fun actually. Um, I I I I I'll, I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen the first one. Oh, haven't you? It's not bad. It was on Netflix for a while. I'm not sure if it still is, but it's not bad. I mean. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's it's funny. Okay. All right. Well, listen, yeah, if you're interested in that one, um, keep your eyes peeled for that one. Now, I just just thought I'd end on this one now. Obviously, the Me Too movement has is basically, it's still there. Like, you know, there's instances of kind of assault, sexual assault and all this stuff happening. I think just recently, Devaldo, Harvey Weinstein was accused again of, uh, there was there was another accusation made, made against him recently mm-hmm. where another person kind of came out and said, look, you know, he was, you know, he raped me when I was like 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So there's all this shit going on, but check this out. So baby driver actor, his name is um, Ansel... Ansel Elgott. Do you remember the the main guy from Baby Driver? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, check this out. There's been an accusation against him. Sure. Um, And someone wrote something on Twitter and there's kind of like been an investigation. Someone called Gabby with no last name. She, she posted something up on Twitter and she kind of, you know, says that, you know, it's him. And she goes into a lot of detail about when she was 17 years old, that the actor, you know, made sexual advances and, you know, shit went down. She was assaulted and, Mm. you know, he was in his twenties, she was underage. And there's kind of like, you know, a lot of murky, there's a lot of kind of shit going on in there, but it's, um, it's, it's kind of going to put, obviously it's going to screw his career up and, mm. and obviously if it, it comes to light that, you know, he did do all this stuff, then yeah, fair enough. That's, that's definitely, he should be, you know, he should be, you know, be hey. made, uh, he should be made to pay. Exactly. Mm. 
but he's got this movie coming out called West Side Story, which is a Steven Spielberg movie. Oh. And what they're saying is that this is could kind of like delay that or it could kind of affect that as well. So Steven Spielberg's production company is kind of like, they, you know, their asses are getting a bit like, oh shit, what's going to happen? This could derail the movie if one of our lead actors is being accused of sexual assault. So mm. we'll keep an eye on it and, um, you know, we'll... You know, we'll let you know what happens. But I mean, yeah, man, this shit is 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 rife, is rife in the film industry. And, yeah. um, you know, sooner or later, more and more stuff is going to come out. So, um, yeah, we'll keep you posted on that one, folks. Um, but now let's on move on to Box It Watchlist, Divido. What can people Ooh. watch and stream and binge? Yeah, so this week, a uh, couple of recommendations from myself. One was recommended from our marketing guru, Erica. Thank you for that. Uh, she recommended to me on Netflix, uh, Dating Around. Dating Around is a uh, half an hour ep- episode, episodic uh, show, a bit like a sort of, you know, reality TV type thing. But basically one person has five dates in one evening. Oh, Yeah, so you have five dates. They go out for five drinks, five little snacks. So one person just has date after date after date after date. At the end of the five dates, they get to choose uh, who they see again who they go for a second date with. And it's half an hour, but you get five dates in that half an hour. So it's very quick. It's very, like you know, it's not, they're not hanging about. You get little portions yeah. of conversations here and there. And you know what? It's really good, you know. <laughs> There's two seasons of it. And it's actually really funny. There are a couple of episodes that are a bit dry, but on the right. whole, it's actually really funny. You get some clashes Is of characters. It? You get some jokes. You get all sorts of things that will happen in real life happens on the show. It is really funny. So, yeah, I recommend watching Dating Around. Not much, uh, like, brain power is needed for this one. Not much time as well. Half an hour each with, like, I think eight episodes in each season. So you can knock it out real quick. So, yeah, Yeah. give that one a try. Next recommendation is on Netflix again. And, again, uh, this one came out in 2019, but it's quite relevant for what's happening in the world today. Uh, yeah. What's been happening for a while, but obviously what's been highlighted more recently with the George Floyd uh, killing. This is called Hello Privilege. It's me, Chelsea. And it's done by Chelsea Handler, comedian and actress and entertainer. And she's basically gone out and she's asked people about white privilege. And she's basically saying, you know, does it exist? What does it look like? You know, what are the effects and all that kind of stuff? And she's, she's held her hand up and said, yep, yeah, I've got white privilege. Uh, I know I have there's been instances in the past where she'll be rolling, rolling with people of color and, you know, they'll be stopped by police and she'll be treated like different and they'll be treated one way and she, she can see it, but she didn't really say anything when she was younger, but being older now, she notices, you know, she knows the responsibility that she has to, you know, say something about it. So yeah. So she goes around interviewing people and speaking to different groups and just, you know, highlighting it. Some people are oblivious to it. Some people know it. Some people, think it doesn't exist and you get all sorts yeah. but it's interesting yeah. I mean it started off really good it kind of lost its way for me a little bit but it was interesting interesting conversation you know but it's yeah. just really interesting it came out a year ago but it's flashed up now obviously so yeah Netflix give it a try give it a try and um yeah. just on yeah. that kind of similar to yeah. that Don Cheadle yeah. he was being interviewed recently okay. and he turned around and he said um the, the, I think the quote was that the number of times that he's been stopped by police officers. Like, you know, obviously he's a famous actor. Like, you know, he's the countless times Don Cheadle, Mm. like, you know, being stopped by police and like, 
it's just this thing like all this shit's coming out now mm. and like you know uh, I, I think you know it, it ha it's not it's not going to go away yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, know changes are like going to be happening you know I like when that happens when famous people get stopped and I like you know, and a lot of times they like it too because they notice there's a point that the, the police officer doesn't know who they are and then the yes. moment they understand who they are they're like oh 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 it's you and that moment there tells you what the police officer is about because yes. they were, they were going to treat them like everyone else until they realized who they were. And then they yep. changed how they treat them. And for me, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Carry on. Carry on doing what you're doing. Treat me the same. Do what, yeah, treat me the do same. What you're doing. Don't treat me any different. Treat me the same. That's what I would say to them and see how they act. Because I think that's, that just goes to show that they know what they're doing, but they choose to still, Not you know, exactly. treat people. Like that, that That's the difference for me. That's, that's really... I wish that happened to me. I'm not famous, but if that was me, oh my gosh, I would shame someone. I'd be like, no, carry on, do your job. Carry on. Are you doing your job? Or would you, would you just stop me for no reason? Oh, now you know who I am. You're stopping. Nah, nah, mate. <laughs> nah, mate. Nah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. But you've, you're famous. I'm famous. <laughs> yeah, you are. You've been in like productions. You've been in like, you know, Goat Man and like, you've done stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so please man come on oh, if any any coppers out there listening stop devouring <laughs> um, no we don't want that hey listen uh, let me tell you about this thing this next piece this is out on Netflix again I mean again Netflix is mm. crushing it so um, you know over the last couple of years we've had stuff like um, Leaving Neverland you know the, the documentary on Michael Jackson mm. which is kind of harrowing basically Surviving R. Kelly I remember that one mm. Untouchable on the record Jeffrey Epstein which was just recently you know the filthy rich thing so we've had these kind of you know these serious documentaries about serious allegations and about sexual abuse and about you know people of power of fame doing shit that they shouldn't be doing well here's another one that's going to be coming out very 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 soon so by the time you listen to this podcast folks this this will be out on netflix it's called athlete a and it follows the story of the u.s Olympic women's gym, gymnastics team in 2016 and it centered around uh, an individual who was abused and um, the abuser was the coat the team's doctor and this guy uh, uh, called Dr. Larry Nasser he um, he served for 29 years as the doctor for the USA gymnastics women's team and after an investigation was taken place it was found out that he abused dozens and dozens of young women athletes during that whole period and you know what man I saw the trailer the trailer's already out there and it's just like oh shit man and you know what the sickening thing is the US team the gymnastics team right they were like listen we'll handle this We'll do this kind of like, we'll make this an internal thing. We'll contact the police and we'll do anything. And then the, the basically the survivors, the victims, that th they realized that they did jack shit. And it was only until, you know, someone came forward and reported it to kind of like a local newspaper and said, look, there's something really, really bad going on. And then it kind mm. of, the story exploded. But... It just goes to show you no sport is basically immune mm. to, you know, this sort of stuff that, that you know, it is basically is happening. So um, it's just another example. So I expect it to be kind of another shocking example of, you know, this stuff that happens in, in sports, really. And um, Damn, that's, I think I heard like, about yeah. that in the news a while ago. And that's, it sounds like a bit of a cover up or, or, or something. But yeah, that, that sounds yes. interesting, actually. That, that sounds yes. like a worth a watch. 
I know. And it says, I was just kind of like reading the synopsis, much of the abuse took place at the ranch where the USA Gymnastics National Team where they trained. So imagine you've got, you got these obviously young people, they're there, they're on the ranch, they're in this place and like, you know, all this shit is going on. So yeah, man, it's another one to kind of watch and that's going to be coming out uh, um, very, very soon. I think, I think it's July the 2nd. I think it's July the 2nd. So actually, so before this, uh, th- this episode will air before that'll come, that, that, that's oh, okay. actually, but okay. yeah, but, but yeah, wow. I'm going to watch that one. Wow. Yeah. So watch those folks um, and let us know what you think. Uh, but Deval, what's out on, uh, on streaming this week? Yeah, this week, uh, only one I'm going to mention, and this one's uh, a film called Emma, and this one stars uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, and it's a period film uh, in the 1800s in England uh, about a selfish young woman who meddles in the love lives of her friends. So a bit about what yeah, it happens every day, and it happens now. <laughs> There's plenty <laughs> of Emmas around. <laughs> this is called Emma Full Stop if the full stop means anything but yeah ah. that's it so if you love period period uh, dramas uh, about uh, you know relationships and you know chatting behind people's backs and all that shit then give Emma a go yeah Anya Taylor-Joy I mean she's she's good, she's, she's she's good isn't she yeah she's really good yeah yeah she's good uh, we still got to see her in uh, New Mutants actually so we're still waiting mm. for that one old mutants now <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly all right okay now folks we're going to let you know about some stuff that some trailers that you can uh, catch mm. so the first thing we just quickly i mean we've already mentioned it briefly but go online and check out justice league the um snyder cut trailer is how yep. long is that how long is that trailer oh, how long is the teaser it's less than a minute i believe about 55 seconds or something like that yeah yeah, go, go check that one out and um, let us know what you think. Second of all, go check this trailer out. So um, this is called Warrior Nun and this is coming out on Netflix. And um, the premise is crazy. So um, where do I start with this? So uh, let's have a look. So the show <laughs> is based on the manga novels of the same name and it follows Ooh. 19-year-old Ava, a self-proclaimed freak who mysteriously wakes up in a morgue to find that she's now a member of an ancient order that fights demons on earth. So this has Ooh. got, it's got martial arts, it's got, you know, people with superpowers or, you know, magical powers or whatever you want to call it. So she's got a cosmic artifact artifact stuck on her back and that gives her powers and in between all of that she's still kind of making friends trying to fall in love dating so it's kind of almost like a kind of like coming of age thing and the trailer is absolutely mad it's got so many characters in there so many badasses in there and it's got demons it's got monsters in there this whole thing you just got to check it out um devout watch it it's called a warrior nun and that's going to be coming uh, very very soon uh i think in the first week of july Mm, that sounds really interesting, you know. Very interesting. Very, uh, I mean, a nun, that's a warrior. Come on. That's, I mean, I've seen yeah. nuns on the run. I've seen Sister Acts <laughs> too, but I've not seen a warrior nun. So you kind of, I think this person could go up against the Velosa, what's it, Velosa Pasta? <laughs> Velosa Pasta. And um, yeah, that is so funny, man. Oh, gosh. But yeah, interesting. Uh, all right, next up, inmate number one. Okay, inmate number one. This looks mad. I can't wait to watch this. This stars. This is a documentary about Danny Trejo. Mm. <laughs> and basically, this is 
this is basically people, actors, people within the industry, uh, film directors, film producers speaking about the life of Danny Trejo. So it follows basically him. Yeah. Uh, it follows his life when he was young, how he got into drugs, how he became a heroin addict, wow. how he got into gangs, how he got sent to prison, how he became the geezer in prison, how he would crack skulls. And all of a sudden he then becomes like famous. He starts getting film roles. He starts, you know, p producers started noticing him and, you know, he then starts, you know, getting noticed by people like Quentin Tarantino, Robert, Rodri Robert Rodriguez, and he starts kind of leading movies. And he's in films, you know, with Robert De Niro, for example. This guy has had an amazing, amazing um, life. And it also focuses on the charity work that he's doing. He goes Ooh. back to prisons. He speaks to prisoners and he says, look, I was a prisoner. I was a con. I was like, you know, like you. And what changed was the fact that I, you know, I decided just to make, you know, to say, look, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. And, um, you know, it's, it, the, yeah, it looks really, really interesting. And I want to watch it. There is no release date just yet, which I was like, shit, when is this coming out? I'm not sure if Netflix or any of the other streaming services have snapped it up yet, but I'm pretty sure one of them have, uh, you know, going to do it. But check out the trailer. It's called Inmate Number One. And the Inmate Number One refers to the roles that he used to get when he started out in Hollywood. He would be Inmate Number One or Inmate Number Two or, or whatever, but usually it's Inmate Number One. That's the type of roles that he would get. And then he kind of gets, you know, later on in his career, he gets um, the lead roles Better in uh, Machete. Yeah. <laughs> Machete. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so sounds that, interesting. Yeah, that one sounds interesting. And also, okay, finally, this next one, Palm Springs. Now, um, this one's coming out on Hulu and it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, whether or not that means anything to anybody... I saw the trailer and basically this is Groundhog Day. This is, um, wow, there was something recently, um, a time loop, a time loop movie. What was the time loop movie that we saw recently, Devaldo, that just came out? Oh, what, Time Warp or Time Trap or something like that? Is that it? I, Some, I didn't watch uh, it. A, a, you know, a, the day that keeps repeating itself. Oh, Happy Death Day. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. So Groundhog Day meets Happy Death Day meets, okay. um, I don't know, um, uh, what, name, name a romantic movie. Mm, Along Came Polly. Mm. Along Came Polly. You know what? You nailed it. So Classic. Groundhog Day meets Happy Death Day meets Along Came Polly. So basically this stars Adam Sandberg, um, He's, um, I haven't seen him in much, but he's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I can't remember who the other person is, but, um, but basically this is a movie about time loop and about falling in love and mm. about a couple reliving the same day each and every day over and over again. And, um, as soon as they fall asleep, the day gets reset and then they have to start the whole thing over again. And the trailer is wacky. It's, 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 it's funny. It's quirky. It's, it's highly rated. It's, it's already out on Hulu. Now the issue is in the UK, we don't get Hulu, right? And, um, mm. uh, in Australia, there's no Hulu. So I'm pretty sure 
the Hulu stuff gets picked up by Amazon Prime. So hopefully this comes to Amazon Prime and we can watch it. But I saw the trailer. I actually thought it was quite, you know, it looked quite fun. You know, it looked interesting. I like the whole idea of, you know, days resetting and, you know, what would you do in that situation if you had to relive the day over and over again and how mad would you go? Um, and this is kind of that movie with the twist of kind of like a rom-com in there as well. There's kind of like death scenes in there as well. So, um, yeah, it should, you know, it should be good. And yeah, I, I want to see it. So go check it out if you're interested. Cool. Nice one. Thanks for that. Yeah. Devado, Anniversary Corner. Yes. What have you got for us? Yes, Anniversary Corner. So uh, today we've got a, a nice little mix of films and uh, I recommend uh, you can, you know, try and watch these films if you can. The first film is called Night Catches Us. Night Catches Us came out in 2010, 10 years ago, and it stars Anthony Mackie, Kerry Washington. Yes, Kerry Washington, Anthony, Mac Anthony Mackie lead the star list there. And uh, this is about a film in 1976 uh, during complex political and emotional times. Uh, forces are set in motion when a young man returns to the race-torn Philadelphia projects or neighbourhood uh, where he came from. And uh, there's basically a black power movement happening at, at that time. So it's, it's literally, it sounds like what's happening right now, uh, but obviously in a, in, a, in a long time ago, uh, and it sounds like things haven't really changed that much. So, yes, this is uh, definitely, I mean, two good actors there. Anthony Mackie, we see him a lot in, in Marvel, but don't get it twisted. He's done a lot of films before that and a lot of films in between where he does play some complex characters. And we know Kerry Washington, who plays Olivia Pope in Scandal. She's been in Django Unchained. She's been in The Last King of Scotland. She's been around the block. She's been... Uh, and, and, and uh, there's, there's a Netflix uh, film that she's on Amazon right now as well doing a show and uh, yeah I mean she's been around she knows what she's doing so yeah two good actors really good plot really good uh, story and uh, it is written and directed by Tanya Hamilton uh, who's done some really good projects as well so give that one a go guys if you feel like it yeah, sounds good. Um, next one, 500 years later. That sounds really interesting. So what's this about? This is from 15 years ago. Yes, 15 years ago. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? And the funny thing is I was actually going to, uh, I was in two minds. There was another film I was going to pick, but I went for this one. This is a documentary. Uh, and this is, again, uh, in the times that we're living in now with the George Floyd uh, killing, a lot of changes are happening in the world. And um, Are those changes permanent? Are those changes real? Is it? A facade. We well, time will tell, but this yeah. documentary talks about five years, five hundred years later from the onset of slavery, uh, mm -hmm. colonization, all the things that we know happened, and this really talks about it from a really, really, you know, deep perspective. Many different people that are, you know, historians or professors, regular people as well, all have their say, and it just goes. I mean, right now. Uh, or well, recently in America, they had the uh, Juneteenth Day. Uh, yes. Many people in the UK, uh, I'll be honest, I didn't really know about Juneteenth until recently. I didn't know is, about it. No, it's crazy. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. But Juneteenth is the is uh like it, it, well eighteen. I want to say eighteen four. Uh, I'll say in eighteen hundreds. Basically, uh, the Emancipation Proclamation was like you know uh, signed or legislated yeah. freedom of freedom of uh, African-Americans will no longer be slaves. And 
that's a, a, a big day in uh, American history. So, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that all links on to the uh, anniversary corner and, and to 500 years later as well. So go and watch that documentary if you can as well. Yeah, man, uh, powerful 2005. stuff 2005, very powerful stuff. Yeah, very powerful. And the next film I would like to talk about is, uh, again, these films link on to one of the main reviews that we have. This one's called Neo Ned. I mean, Ooh, that's a title name. in itself, Neo Ned. Yeah. And you'll think, oh, is this the brother of Neo from, uh, <laughs> from, <laughs> from Matrix? Matrix? No, no, no. It's not about Neo and Ned. This is about a Neo-Nazi called Ned. Oh. Played by, I mean, when I first, I've not seen this film yet. I'm going to watch it. But Jeremy Renner, another Marvel alumni. Jeremy oh, Renner. Shit. Yeah, he's done films. Don't think he's just Hawkeye. He's done Hurt Locker. Remember Hurt Locker? Yes. Remember the town? Oscar Wind winning, River. Yeah. Wind River yes. is a gangster film written by the yeah, same man. person as Sicario. Wicked film. Uh, and also he was in Tag, which is a really good comedy, actually. But yeah, Neo Ned uh, stars Jeremy Renner, Gabrielle Union. Oh, Ooh, she's lovely. I would love to union with Gabrielle. Trust me. <laughs> I know you would. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's been in Bad Boys 2. She's been in Bring It On. She's been in LA's Finest. She's been in a lot yep. of things. But those two lead the cast. And it's about... Uh, a neo-Nazi called Ned, played by Jamie Renner. Uh, and he is, uh, he's, he comes from a really like, you know, broken household and he wants to be an Aryan and all that kind of stuff. He's basically being groomed from a young age. Uh, so he's based, he's put in a mental hospital because he's, you know, fallen off the rails. In the mental hospital, he meets Gabrielle Union's character and she herself has problems, comes from, you know, a, a tough background. But... Right. Crazy thing is, she believes, yeah, she believes she's reincarnated or the reincarnated Adolf Hitler. Can you believe that? Oh my This gosh. sister believes she's a reincarnated Adolf Hitler and she winds up in a mental hospital with a man that's the neo-Nazi who idolizes Adolf Hitler and they oh hit it off. Oh my gosh. They no, hit it off. That is mad. like, this is like Silver Linings Playbook on crack heroin crack. steroid yeah. and jungle fever this is this is like the thing that you'll never I mean, who wrote this this is crazy this film i need to see this film and i need to review it because i didn't know it existed until now but this seems like a deep film 2000 and yeah 2000 20 years ago man so That's yeah mad. this one's worth i just saw the poster yeah, i just saw the poster neo and ned. it's just like neo ned yeah. shit man yeah we yeah, got this, to check this, that this one out. film, I think it's won like awards in like Sundance and you know, uh, you know, Toronto yes. and all that. And Neo's got a t shirt with the swatch sticker on it, chatting to the sister yes. who's laughing and smiling at him. This is interesting <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, Man. that's two, 20, 20 years ago, Neo Ned. Guys, one to watch. If you've got to watch any, anyone on this list, watch that one, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the next one is. 2000, sorry, 1995, and this one's White Man's Burden. White Man's Burden. What burden are you asking of the white man, guys? What could it be? Well, this is a film that stars John Travolta and Harry Belafonte. And uh, this is a film, this is another weird film, actually. Uh, when I say weird, <laughs> this film, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the past two films, it's like, whoa, what's going on? This one here is in an, in an, uh, in an, alternative America where African-Americans and white Americans have reversed cultural roles. Ooh. So now in this world, it's the white folks that are 
discriminated against. <laughs> it's the white That's folks mad. that are called the W word or whatever word it is that they've got. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, and the black, the black, <laughs> the black people are the ones that. <laughs> basically oh, they're the ones on, on top now you know so it's a yeah. black man's world you know people would say yeah. so uh but yeah so a factory worker kidnaps a, a white factory worker kidnaps <laughs> a black the, the black factory owner for dismissing him over oh, a perceived uh discrepancy so yeah, this is a this is one. Yeah, John Travolta, nineteen ninety five. John Travolta. Yeah, so oh my god, that was ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. Was it ninety five? The same time as like Face Off or something. Yes, you're right. You know, Face Off was ninety four. <laughs> I think oh around about gosh. that time. And and the cover of this film looks like Face Off because it's got two guys' faces. <laughs> <laughs> This is oh, mad. Shit. Yeah, White Man's Burden. This is a this is an interesting film, guys. I never heard about it till now, but no. it is worth a watch. Written by Desmond, written and written and directed by Desmond Nakanyo. Uh and yeah, interesting, interesting one, guys. So yeah, I'm to be listening. It's an interesting one there. Last one to top it off. 1990, 30 years ago. Do you like to dance? Oh man, I love dancing, man. Te quiero, te quiero bailar. Bailar. Sí, me gusta bailar. Yeah, so, but do you like to dance with humans or wolves? I, you know what? I prefer wolves. You know what? Seriously, I, humans are just like pain in the ass, but wolves, nah, that's another thing altogether, Devado. Get me a wolf anytime. Dog. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so this one here, 1990. <laughs> what's going on today? Uh, what's going on, man? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, the guy that all the women loved in the 80s. Yeah. And, the and bodyguard. Mary, yeah, the bodyguard. This one is a movie. Uh, obviously, you've all heard of Dances with Wolves. What's it about, really? Lieutenant John Dunbar is assigned to a remote Western civil war outpost. This is back in, I think this film... The time zone is back in the, I think, 1800s, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, friends Wolves uh, are Native Americans. And uh, because of that, it makes him makes him intolerable to his allies or his mates, his white mates, basically, because uh, he's, you know, being friends with these natives. And, uh, yeah, it's not supposed to happen. I think he probably falls in love with someone as well. So yeah. definitely yeah. supposed to happen. So, yeah, so, again, all our sort of films talk about race relations and, you know, not, not to forget, Af you know, America always talks about African-Americans and the whites, but, I mean, the, the Native Americans, man, they had it tough as well. Don't bad, forget. Bad, bad. And uh, still and to this day they're suffering, so. Mm. Yeah, man, totally, totally. This movie went on to win, like, seven Academy Awards. They loved this movie. Kev um, mm -hmm. Kevin Costner, he directed it. He won an Oscar for this. Um, okay. Yeah, it won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best blah, 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 blah. It's, it's won loads. Mm. And, um, yeah, man, it's a lot. I, re I actually remember watching this movie some time ago. It's a long, 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 long movie. It's about three hours long, I think. Mm. And, um but it's deep. It is really, really deep. And um, it's so funny because I remember watching The Last Samurai, which is a mm. Tom Cruise movie. And that is similar in the mm. sense that Tom Cruise, he kind of goes over to Japan and then he becomes, he becomes like, you know, like one of the Japanese over there. And 
this movie is is kind of you know about him you know they're in the fr- they're on the front of the wild west like you know killing yeah. people and then he realizes that shit you know these people have you know um lives as well and so it's a pretty powerful movie as well but you're right about you know the way the mm-hmm. um the native um americans were treated so yeah man mm-hmm. all great movies there go check them out yeah, folks man. let us know what you think if you do watch them keep in touch with us and um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. So now let's get into some film reviews. Now, Devaldo, you got a movie for us. Let us know what this movie is about, please. And um, yeah, take it away. Yeah, so this is the film that I was meant to watch uh, when it when it came out in a cinema, uh, sort of mm, October, I want to say October, November 2019. Never got a chance to, and then they removed it from the cinema. And what am I talking about? Harriet. Harriet, Harriet Tubman. So this... Uh, this film stars Cynthia Erivo, yeah. uh, London, London girl. Uh, also stars Janelle Monet, uh, who's an actress and singer. And also uh, Clark Peters, who we saw last week in The Five Bloods. Yeah, man. Uh, he was the one that used to be in The Wire. He was, he was the one that had the relationship with the Vietnamese lady and they had a kid. Yeah. Yeah, so a uh, good cast. Yeah, so this film here is the sort of, I guess the biopic, you could say, of uh, the famous revolutionary freedom fighter, Harriet Tubman, who, uh, you know, back in the the time when America was involved in slavery. And this is, this is the part, I think this is the transition kind of part, or just before the transition happened where, like I mentioned, the, you know, emancipation, the proclamation, emancipation proclamation was signed to free people and, not, and no longer be slaves. So at a time when slavery was still happening, uh, she helped to free a lot of people. And they went on to, I think, I want to say Philadelphia. There's a place in Philadelphia where uh, a man was able to give people their rights and give them IDs and freedom. And she would go to places where people were held as slaves and she would help them travel sometimes hundreds of miles, you know, sometimes in it's hard to think about it. You know, you're not, you're not jumping in a car those days, you know, exactly, you've got to go across man. all kinds of terrain. And if you get caught, you can get shot dead, you know? Yeah. Yep. So it was, it was very, very dangerous. And she led hundreds of people to, to, uh, to get their, you know, freedom basically. Well, I think it's about a hundred people or just under that actually. But you know what, if it was, if it was one, it's still worth it. It's but still worth a it. A yeah. lot of people. Yeah. I think, I think actually she did three hundreds. So, yeah. So, this this film, it's it's uh, for me. I I do like these films. When I say like, I do like, but I don't love only because I tend to see in America or in general any film that any film to do with black people is about gang violence or about slavery. That's yeah. that literally is almost all we have to offer in the world of media. And I think that's something that obviously needs to change going forward. And I think it will. But that yeah. aside, this film, I think Cynthia Revo, being a London girl, and she owns the whole, you know, she owns uh, Harriet Tubman's passion, her defiance, her accent, all these different things, you know, she owns it. And I think she does a really, really good job of trying to depict the, a character that is almost, you know, how do you depict someone that done such a thing? You almost can never because you don't, you have never yeah. lived in their footsteps. But she does a really, really good job, I would say. The film in general, I would say the execution is good. I wouldn't say it was one of my sort of favorite films of this genre. It was okay. It was better than okay, but it wasn't great for me. Uh, and I think some of the things that were missing just, I don't know, it's, at some points it 
I didn't really feel, I didn't really feel a hundred percent maybe what I should have felt because of the way maybe things were depicted or the way the editing was or the scenes, some of it felt just not as powerful as maybe it could have, you know? And that was the only thing that for me, you know, stopped it from being a great film. But I think that the message in, in uh, what they were trying to put across that, that came across to me quite well. I understood the, the, the danger I understood why she, because she got her freedom, you know, Harriet Tubman got her freedom. She was in Philadelphia and she couldn't settle. She couldn't sleep. She was like, no, I, I can't be here knowing that my friends, my family, or even people I don't know are just, you know, still being held as slaves. She said no. So she left freedom and then she went back and started to get people. And then she made a living, well, not, not a living, but she made it her life to help other people, which I think is really, really selfless. And uh, yeah, fittingly, she got a lot of people back. She lived to a ripe old age and yeah, you know, so it's a decent film. Janelle, Janelle Monet, I've seen her in a few things now. She's in Hidden Colours. She's got a, her, her TV show on Amazon. I can't remember what that's called. Homecoming, I think, season two. That's it, Homecoming season yeah, two. She's on that one, yeah. Yeah, she does okay in this. She does okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, a, it's an okay film. I mean, this, you can catch this. I, ca- I caught this film on, on guess what? I caught it on Rakuten. Uh, so guys, if you want to watch this or any other film of your choice that the code allows, <laughs> then make sure you stick, stick to, <laughs> you stay to the end to find that how you can win that code. But yeah, I, I give this film probably a six out of 10. It was decent. Okay. No, six and a half, sorry. It was decent, just not great, but it's still good uh, storytelling. So worth a watch, guys. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, and Cynthia Riva, we've spoken about her before, right? We mm. saw her in... Um, Widows. Widows. Mm. And before that, we saw her in the hard, bad times at the Casino Royale. Yes, 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 yes. She was good in that. She's a great actor. I think she's brilliant. Yeah, it's really powerful. So yeah, so folks, go check it out. And obviously, yeah, if you win the code, then, you know, it's a movie that you can go out and watch. Also out um, this week, well, actually, this came out a couple of days ago. And this is straight to straight to VOD, video on demand or straight to streaming. Would this have got a cinema release? Yeah, this would have definitely got a cinema release. It's, this movie stars Kevin Bacon. It's a Blumhouse production and it's called You Should Have Left. We actually Ooh. spoke about this movie uh, last week and, um, you know, we said, look, you know, there's a trailer and, you know, it stars Kevin Bacon and it stars Amanda Seyfried. Kevin Bacon, he's rich, he's um, he's middle-aged and he takes a vacation uh, or a holiday and um, he ends up in Wales, of all places. So from LA to Wales, you know, <laughs> to the British, British Isles. And, um, you know, he's in this kind of, um, you know, ominous, creepy looking house with, you know, with his wife and daughter. And, um, as soon as they get there, they're like, oh my gosh, man, the house is a massive, you know, there's room after room, then there's kind of like hallway after hallway. And as the movie kind of progresses, you realize obviously there's something shady about this damn house and, um, devout, you know, um, I just got to say, you know, after coming <laughs> after the success of, um, of the Invisible Man, Blumhouse, they had a winner. They had a winner with uh, Invisible Man. And I know that they're talking about making other kind of like, you know, expand that dark uh, universal uh, universe. 
So Dracula, the mummy, and maybe the Wolfman, that all might happen, right? But a movie like this, right? Oh my gosh. It's Put it this way. It's not going to give you any scares. It's not going to give you any nightmares. It's not worth you, <laughs> like, you know, basically, you know, using that Rakuten voucher if you win it because um, you've seen this all before. I've got to say, man, it just fell flat. I was hoping... Now, I've been hoping for a while now to watch a really scary new movie. And you know what, right? This movie didn't deliver. All right, fine. Kevin Bacon, he's a great actor. And we've seen him be creepy. We've seen him do creepy stuff. Uh, we've seen him do Hollow Man. He's been... Um, he, yeah, he, that's good. I reckon, that was good. Yeah, Hollow Man's good. Um, and, Stare of um, Echoes. Was, was he in that Stare as well? Stare of Echoes. Yeah, he plays yeah. nasty in that one as well. Okay. In this movie, he's like, you know, he's a dad and he's got a kind of a bit of a, a shady past. He's been accused of doing something and we don't know if he, you know, if he did do what he, you know, people said that he did. But this house, this creepy old house, and we've seen this in a movies, you know, this trope before, the creepy house with the, you know, the, with the doorways, it wreaks havoc on on you know on your sanity and um you know he's he basically has to redeem himself at the end of it and you know what it's just basically it doesn't have the scares i thought you know blumhouse movie it would be edgier it would be different uh it tries to you know be something like um uh the shining but obviously doesn't doesn't ever match that. No shine. Um, there's no shine in this movie at all. There's a young girl in this movie and there's kind of like, you know, you kind of think, oh, they're going for a shining vibe over here. The Wicker Man, I kind of thought of the Wicker Man as well, but it doesn't kind of reach the, you know, those levels of the Wicker Man. Um, so yeah, really it's, you know, it's filmed on a budget of 4 million and I know exactly what Blumhouse, what they're doing. They're making these really, really small budget movies, possibly getting a famous actor or, or you know, an actress yeah. in there, hoping that it's going to kind of do really well and, you know, they can double their money, mm. which, you know, um, they're pretty sure they will. Kevin Bacon, he's good. He's in this movie. He's believable. But you know what? I give this movie like five out of ten. Um, oh, wow. Save your, sa yeah, save your Rakuten voucher. You're not going to be scared. <laughs> um uh you know of this one so uh yeah that was it really so that leaves us folks on to if we've got time devado hidden gems yeah. yeah cool okay yeah hidden gem today uh this one was uh made in 2018 and this one's called skin and uh this is a very interesting film it stars jamie bell who we saw in uh in 2015 in fantastic four he played uh ben grimm we saw him in jumper in 2008 and yep. he, that was there with, I think, Samuel L. Jackson and Aiden Christensen. He was also in Rocketman 2019. So he's been around the block. Billy Elliot as well, I believe, as well. Yeah, yeah. That so was his debut, Snow I think. Piercer, and Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah, shit. Yes. So he's been around the block. But yeah, this film uh, stars him, uh, Jamie Bell, Daniel, Daniela McDonald. Uh, also stars uh, Bill Camp, who I saw in The Night Of TV show recently. Uh, Mike Coulter. Ring the bell. Uh, Luke Cage himself Luke Cage, is in this yeah. film. Power also, Man. Vera Farmiga is in this film as well. So, 
some good a good lineup there. But this one here, yeah, Skin. Oh man, Skin's a deep film, you know. It's a deep film based on a true story as well, just like Harriet was. This one's obviously a, a more recent true story, and it stars. I mean, it, was, it involves a a guy that's. I don't know. They say the word destitute, uh, so he's a destitute man raised by skinheads, racist skinheads in a notorious sort of white supremacist sort of gang. And uh, basically, you know, he's gone through it and he kind of realises this isn't the life for him, but he can't really get out. He's in two minds, you know, during protests. Sometimes he's forced into fights and stuff. And you can see he believes in it, but he doesn't believe in it, you know? He's kind of torn, a bit like Natalie and Bruglia. So, (laughs) yeah, so... He wants to turn his back on it, but it's hard for him to do it. Uh, and he, he somehow links up with Mike Coulter, who is a, a black activist. And in many rallies and many uh, protests, they usually clash at the front lines. And Mike Coulter will be there saying black power. Uh, Jamie Bell will be there saying white power and all that kind of stuff. And they, they do often clash and people have been hurt from the clashes, you know. Uh, so this happened in t- 2012 in real life. And, uh, yeah, and he was, even the FBI were investigating this, uh, his group's movements because they were looking to do some, you know, some big stuff. And that comes under sort of the Terrorism Act and stuff like that, you know. So this film talks about, goes through his life, you know, he, he's, uh, his conflict, he, he starts a relationship with a lady that's got a couple, she's got three kids actually. And uh, she's also kind of, she kind of believed in it when she was younger, but now she's not really that much into it. Because uh, she's got like a swatch sticker tattoo on her leg. And she's like, oh, yeah, I want to I get rid of this now. And I forgot to add, actually, Jamie Bell's character, whose real name is uh, Brian Winder, he's got tattoos all over his face. His face is littered with tattoos. And many of these tattoos are like, you know, Aryan race kind of Nazi tattoos and stuff like that. So he, he's, he's, <laughs> he's identifiable. There's no hiding what he what he believes, you know. <laughs> what so, he believes in, yeah. Yeah, he has to be careful where he goes, you know. So, so yeah. So the film sort of depicts his relationship with his 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 girlfriend, the relationship he has with the the people in the white supremacist group, his conflicts, and you know they do a good job, I would say. Uh, they do a good job of this one and of, of Harriet. I kind of was kind of drawn more to this one, even though I was kind of more I could relate more to Harriet, I guess. But this one. I guess I felt his pain a bit and I understood, you know, that his inner group that he wants to get out of, but because he was born in it and raised in it, molded by it, you know, <laughs> he kind of <laughs> couldn't see any other way out, uh, even though he was trying to get help from Mike Coulter. But, uh, but yeah, at the, by the end of the film, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but you do see the whole transition. You see where he starts, where he, where he sort of finds himself and where he ends and it is, there is some nice moments in this film, you know, there are some nice moments and you do kind of get a better understanding as to the grooming process of some of these people. Some of these people, they say no one's born racist, which is true, but people are groomed yes, and, uh, you know, conditioned to believe and to live by certain ideologies. And this is a good example of that, but yeah, I, w- I don't want to spoil the ending because I think it's really powerful to watch it, but the ending is really, really powerful and really, Does, um, you're like, wow, this happened. And you get to yeah. see the real guy as well. You get to see the real guy is he? and you're like, wow, this actually happened. It's crazy, man. It is so, actually quite very touching at the end. Very touching, very touching. 
And then what about like by the end of it, like the tattoos, is, is that, does he still oh, have the tattoos? Anything, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just, oh. let's say he, 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 there's a lot of change by the end, man. You, you, you wouldn't yeah. believe this is the same guy. It's crazy. It gives you hope. Some people can change, you know, but uh, yeah, you wouldn't believe it it's the same me. guy. It's crazy. The change he goes through mad. Yeah. He started off being like beating black, beating up black people in alleys. And then he ends up like pretty much having a best friend who's black. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's mad. It reminds yeah, me skin. of, um, that, it sorry, reminds me, yeah, no, I was going to say, it just reminds me a bit of American History X mm, mm, because, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. what's his name? Um, Norton, he, that's mm. what, you know, he's, he's racist. He's part of a white supremacist group and then mm. his life changes as well. And then it also has kind of reminds me of uh, Emporium. Imperium. Mm, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the movie that we and spoke Radcliffe, about. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah. Good film. And this one you can catch actually. On Amazon Prime, if you don't have that, then Rakuten, where I saw it. And uh, stay tuned to, uh, yeah, well, I, can, I guess I can plug it now. So, yes. <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> if you want to win Rakuten code, all you need to do this week is recommend to us a hidden gem. That's all you need to do. Very easy. Whether you are a follower or whether you are new to new to listening, just recommend a hidden gem and let us know why you liked it. That's it couple of sentences on our Instagram, on our Facebook, wherever, Twitter, and you will win, win that Rakuten code. So easy as pie. Easy as pie. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there you have it, folks. I mean, um, go, go check out those movies and, um, let us know yeah. what you think. There's a kind of like a, uh, you know, loads of, you know, selections there for you. And hopefully if you win, do win the code, let us know. And uh, what movie you, you, you know, you're watching uh, so that we mm. can speak about it as well. So, Devado, thank yep. you so much. Thank you as well. Also, remember the 100 shows coming up. The 100 show is coming up soon, guys. That's the next main recording we're going to have. And yeah, I think we mentioned at the start of the show, we want to involve you guys too. So if you're listening, if you if you listen to the show regularly, I'm pretty sure you're here to, you're here to the end. And uh, let us know if you want to be involved. Let us know and we will get you involved in the show. Uh, even it. if it's just for a segment, you can come and talk about a film. We can have a chat. We can have a laugh together and you can be part of the show guys. So please get in touch with that as well. Please. Yeah, exactly. Touch. And you know what you could do? You'd be really in our good books um, on the anchor podcast. So there's, mm. um, uh, you know, anchor, they're, they're the ones who host our, um, our podcast. So if you download their app, you can actually send us a message. You can actually record oh, it from yes. your phone and we will get that message and then we can put it into the show as well. So if you want to do that as well, you can get in touch with us that way. We would love you to bits wow. for it. So um, yeah, that's Great. it folks. So um, that's all we've got time for. So we'll see you next time. Devado, thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Goodbye. Peace out guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.